Hey guys, and welcome to Sounds Like NYC, the only podcast dedicated to spotlighting New York City talent. And today, we have Erica. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's a very uh, this is a juxtaposition there. By the Yo, way, we talk. How I'm doing? I know how you're doing. Yeah, that was rude. Well, Why don't how you am ask I doing? How Terrible. Doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you do know. Yeah, you're completely right. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I guess tell us, tell us about yourself. Why are you holding a guitar in the interview? Yeah, that's kind of rude, not going to lie. It's just a prop. Yeah, just, it feels like you're, you're about to stab Daniel. Yeah, every th- I'm aiming it right towards you, well, actually. I've got my own weapons around here, too. So yeah, you know. a couple of axes yeah. of your own, yeah. Is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just, you know, tell us a bit about yourself, about, yeah. Like, if you were to... Open-ended. What's your, what's your bio... <laughs> Like on your like, you know, like my, my if you, LinkedIn bio. Yeah. No, yeah, it's like <laughs> no, what's your like pitch. kind of like elevator By the way, pitch of you as I a person? I probably shouldn't be showing this bottle because we're not even sponsored by Smart. If water. you could get a, a Smart Water sponsorship, I would be back every time. We know we are interns. We, uh, the first person we ever interviewed, I think she was sponsored by Essentia. No way. Yeah, That's yeah, really the sponsorship yeah, yeah, that I want. Yeah. I'm Bro. so thirsty right now. I totally should have brought my up here. Uh, yeah, right. We kind of fucking... Yeah. So anyways. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, you want my elevator pitch? Yeah. Um, of you as a person. Not even like anything music, but like, as you just, as a human being. Just me as a person. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess I'm still figuring it out, but I'll, I'll give my Deep. best shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. My name is Erica Enriquez. I'm a multidisciplinary artist. Um, I primarily identify as a visual artist, performer, sculptor. Um, but also a musician as well, do stuff with sound. I play the guitar, as you can see, even though I didn't know that this interview was going to be filmed. I'm also going to put that out there, that's, which is why I look so sweaty right now yeah, that's, to that's whoever's watching this. That's our bad. Um, yeah, I, I, you said podcast. I'm like, oh, great. It just can, I can just pull up like after I went to the skate park and just be totally sweaty. And then you're like, setting up these cameras. I'm like, all right, I guess. Well, <laughs> I guess you know I'm what that shows, right? You know what that shows, right? She doesn't watch the podcast, bro. Yeah. How do you come on and ever watch? Shameful. Shameful. I saw. Shameful. I saw the first episode, the very first oh. one where you're introducing yourself. That would have been better. Not. Oh. I thought oh. that was just the intro. Like, oh, like, <laughs> hey, this is what this is about, and then all the other ones were audio. <laughs> Should be very, very. That, that's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's understandable. Yeah. Am, am I wrong? No, no, you're not <laughs> wrong, Dave. We we were in the wrong. We are terrible at our. Job, yeah, yeah, but I'm, ha- I'm already having a blast. Yeah. It's it's fine. <laughs> that was just my own personal disclaimer as a part of my elevator pitch about myself. That is, I'm also sweaty, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I so, don't know if that was very helpful. No, 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 all. it was, it was. So, like, how would you get into you know, just like music and the arts in general? Was it something mm. from you know, from you know, when you were like young, you were like you like always wanted to do this, or was it something that kind of developed later in life for you? I think I've always I've always been doing it. Growing up, there was always music playing around the house. My brother's also a musician, um, and I also cut my record at, at my brother's recording studio as well, which we'll probably get to later in the interview, I suppose. Nice, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I grew up around a lot of music, and my mom is also an artist, and you know, I I was always making things, and then once I got to high school, I I never really realized that you could really pursue art I always thought that it was something that you do on the side and you have mm-hmm. like your main job I, wa- I really wanted to be a teacher when I was in high school yeah. and then I took and this then you went through high school and realized <laughs> Ooh, these people, be- these people these do not kids. get paid enough yeah like, no no I just I had a one really good art teacher okay and a really cool art teacher who um really pushed me and you know I had I took this one photo class um where I like did this piece where I made this Small. It was like kind of like a diorama, um, and I did a photo series of like this, of these mini- miniatures, and then I just randomly submitted it to an art show and got into the show. Um, I can start making money <laughs> over this. Okay. And, and so I go, I go to this opening. I'm 14 years old, and I'm the only kid in this art show of like all of these adults. And I show up, and they're, like, giving out these, like, you know, like, stickers that say, like, oh, like, artist or whatever. So people can, like, walk up to and ask you <laughs> I, about your work. I am finally validated. <laughs> and then I, I show up. Stick. And then I go up to, I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm, like, talking to someone. They're like, oh, like, you need to get, like, your sticker or something. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm wearing this artist sticker. And then people are giving me the dirtiest looks from, like, all of these artists being like, Who, who's that? Who's, yeah. what, like, what is your piece? Whatever. And I, I sold you. my piece on the night of the opening reception. No how, how, much, how, much, how much money do you make? I, I like... I, ch- I I probably should have charged more. I, I really didn't make much. It was yeah. like maybe it was like three mil. 
Like, <laughs> no, no. It was like it was like maybe like two hundred dollars. Okay, like that's that. not bad though. Like, as a fourteen year old. Yeah, I didn't know, but every, I, I show up and everyone's like, you know, upwards of like five hundred dollars oh, for all these prints. That's a lot of bacon and Jesus. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know at the time. Um, but yeah, I think that was definitely a moment where I'm like, oh wait, like this is maybe something that I could, mm. I could pursue. Um, so then from there, I after high school, I went to visual arts school. I went to the Rhode Island School of Design oh. and uh, studied sculpture. I like played a little bit of music in college, not so much. But then I moved to Brooklyn, and um, yeah, I'm really close with my brother, and he plays a lot of music. So I was kind of like inducted into his his musical. So community. are you from the city originally, or from Rhode Island? No, I'm from upstate New York. Oh, okay, so yeah. sorry that I made that bacon and cheese joke. Do you get it? I do. Just, okay. I no, do I'm, get it. I'm from you, New you York. You people who yeah, are uh, guess, from outside yeah, the from Bronx, a, you guys don't understand. From you, above, did you did you grow up in the city? Yeah. Okay. So raised. that yeah. okay. So yeah, both know, of you, I, this I makes just, a lot of sense. Yeah, now. yeah. That's I, why you can claim the title. We just love okay. shitting on people that aren't from the city. <laughs> no, no, he does. Like, like we talked. We talked about this last time. Oh, you did. We talked I make it very clear to everybody. Yeah. Like, if if you're not from the city, you're you're of a lesser. Totally. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, why would you go to school in Rhode Island? We just got confused, like Staten Island. Like you thought, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll go to school in the city, Staten Island. Yeah, that's in the city, right? Into the Rhode Island. Island. <laughs> yeah, because like Rhode, Rhode Island, Island has to be like one of the most isolated. Like for the me, smallest like, state, right? Yeah, and like, it's a it's a tiny state. It's not even in like the public. Like I've never heard a story like on the news or anything. Like even like meme, like nothing out of like Rhode Island. So why would you choose to go to like? Just shitting on you, basically. No, 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 no I'm, I'm totally no, I'm, here for it. No, I would love to shit on my. I'm bashing Rhode, <laughs> Rhode Island as like a as like a concept, mm. as an idea. No, I, like, I would honestly like. I I love New York. Mm. Obviously, I'm never leaving here. Mm. Um, but Providence, where I went to school, really cool town. Really good honestly. fish. <laughs> <laughs> I you know I Risney's. Okay, I have some some bones to pick with with the school. Yeah, sure. I'm very I'm very grateful for my education there, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of cool alumni. If if you've seen um, Family Guy, Seth MacFarlane oh, went there. <laughs> yeah, or if oh. you know like Talking Heads. This is first thing, like you know the guy. <laughs> what, what, what if, how do you know? What if she becomes the the new Meg? Like, oh, voice, don't like, say voice, that. Come no, voice character, you know, take, you know, me, me, Mila Kunis out of her, out of her position. I feel like you could do it. What? <laughs> no, just like out of like taking Mila, Mila Kunis's position as Meg. Like, um, huh. huh. I don't know how I feel about that. But anyway, yeah. No, RISD, RISD is uh, definitely like a. Oh, that's what well, it's called? Yeah, RISD. Rhode Island School of Design. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Okay. <laughs> no, because this sounds like a like name of like a rundown bar. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, bro, let's go to Risty's, you know. <laughs> Five for ten tequilas or something like that. I mean, to be fair, it's probably nothing to do in Rhode Island. Just like drink, yeah. Just drink. There's, I, I still, again, I don't really want to go back to Rhode Island yeah. so yeah, much. Yeah, so like, just like tell us but about like your experience there because it yeah. seems like you might have been like, yeah, just like tell us, just tell us. No, I, it's, I think it's a very special place, mm-hmm. honestly. Um... I think because it's so small, um, the community there is really caring. Like, how big are we talking? Or how, how small are we talking? Like, my school? Or? Yeah, like the school. So, undergrad and grad is around, like, 2,500 people. Something That's like that. so tiny. That yeah, is it's t- small. And I also, my high school was really small. It was, like, pre-K through 12. Um, and I graduated with, like, 40 kids in my class. Jesus Christ. You guys yeah. are best, like, like, like. Like anime level, but like you know, best friends probably like all the way from like, you know, yeah. pre K until one of like... the bands that I play in right now. Um, the drummer I've known since kindergarten. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, it's a, like it's a really like you know. I guess I kind of surround myself with these like very tight knit communities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not that I would say that Rizzy's a very tight knit. Yeah. So like, so what are your bones to pick? As yeah, you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think again, super grateful for my education there. I learned a lot. I learned a lot of skills that I didn't think that I was going to. So I majored in sculpture. So I learned how to weld and woodwork and work with concrete. Nice. Do all sorts of different things that are really practical and, mm-hmm. and help me. You know, post grad. Um. But going into art school, I thought I was going to this place where it's going to be a community of artists, all these people that are like me. And in some sense it is, but 
I don't know. There's a lot of cloud chasers, and there's a Probably. lot of. I mean, the thing Seth is about art, the thing about that. art school is that all the kids that go to art school were like the weird kids in high school, and are, are now trying to be the coolest kid yeah. in art be school. Cool. <laughs> which, like, I get that. It, yeah. it, which is kind of what it is, and like, it's which you know, it, it's very unique in that way. And I think there's a lot of like, there's definitely like some cool people that mm-hmm. I met out of that school. Um, but that's actually like why I started skateboarding in a lot of ways. Wait, so 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 you started skateboarding in in like college? Yeah, in college. It just seems like that's somebody like you never learned in college. Yeah, like kind of late to the party, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, you're supposed to learn when you're like in seventh grade and stuff. But yeah. also, like, it's a very male dominated thing. Mm-hmm, so, like, sure. the reason why, like, there's a couple reasons why I started skateboarding. Um, I was taking my freshman year. I was taking this class it was called art and economy mm-hmm. um which obviously sounds like a great thing to learn sounds about. super fun super, super fun. fun and um nobody was paying attention for like most of the, the class but like i'm <laughs> a big nerd i feel like you should pay attention when the, when okay about, like, so so it was taught well, i mean that's how artists think though right yeah. that's the class the was taught thing. by like this crotchety old white guy uh, okay. um and yeah nobody was really taking the class seriously but i'm a big nerd so i was like obviously mm-hmm. listening Mass. even though i probably shouldn't have yeah. um and I would always bring up questions like, hey, are we going to talk about the gender wage gap or, like, anything having to do with women mm-hmm. in the economy? Mm-hmm. And he would just say, like, this has nothing to do with the curriculum of the class and just mm-hmm. brush me off. Women aren't a thing. Yeah, like, low-key, that's, They're like, what he's saying. They're a of your imagination. <laughs> yeah, so I would just get so heated in this class, even though, like, I probably just shouldn't have let it bother me because there's, I don't know, bigger fish, fish to fry. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day I just, like, walked out of the class and I walked down the street and then there's this one... Just, like, a skateboard just, like, rolls past Okay, her. okay, so... so <laughs> Um, right around RISD's campus, there are a lot of skate spots. Uh-huh. So there's this one huge monument that, like, there's a lot of skaters that convene over mm-hmm. there. So I'm walking down College Hill, and I see the monument. There's all these, like, macho boys, like, mm-hmm. with their kickflips, doing all their shit. And I'm like, there's no women in the skate scene. I need to learn how to skateboard mm-hmm. so I can represent, like, pe- women in, in this, this world, blah, blah, blah. I walk down the street into Civil Skate Shop, bought my first skateboard, and I've been skating ever since. So you started skating out of spite, uh, out of is what you're saying? Yeah, out of That's spite. Cool, yeah. And then I realized, like, oh, wait, this is actually something that, like, I really care about and yeah. I'm, like, weirdly <laughs> addicted to. Mm-hmm. And I'm really in, I'm very inspired by the way that skateboarders can perceive space and that, mm-hmm. like, architecture and urban landscapes can then be transformed based <laughs> on Anything is skatable if you just try hard enough. You can yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, it's kind of cliche and it's, like, kind of a joke within yeah, the skate community at this yeah. point because it's, like, you know skater boys trying to like make it into like it is an art form i think yeah. it is an art form. no definitely yeah i mean and uh, you know i again like i love i have a love-hate relationship with skateboarding in the mm-hmm. same way that i do how come is it because of the gender issues you talked about before or just yeah, like and i don't yeah i think it's, it's mostly that mm-hmm. it's mostly that it's it's kind of it's it's, it's a complex thing mm-hmm. and skateboarding is changing so much right now. oh how so too. even just in like the the past like However many years that I've been skating. So, so I bought that skateboard. I didn't really skate too much until, like, my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And then some, like, things happened that I just, like, really needed to separate myself from the RISD community. And, like, I got really into skateboarding. And was, my- it, was it the uh, presidential election or? Oh, yeah. That actually, that, I think, had something to do with oh, okay. it. Um I guess I can go into this. It's kind of a personal thing, but I guess I mean, we're yeah, kind sure. of here for it. As, as long as you're okay with it. You want to get as personal yeah, as possible? Yeah, something that we could just milk on YouTube, really. Oh, just like the most, no, I'm, I'm actually yeah. about to get like kind of serious, though. Okay, yeah, okay. that's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> it's, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, no, because all of these things are kind of like tie, tied into this. So, yeah, RISD's cool. It's like a very like hard, like emotional environment to be in. Because of um, the art aspect, very competitive? or The art aspect, and like... I really think that art school romanticizes the idea that you need to be tortured in order to be an artist. And it's really a hard environment to be in. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so, you know, my sophomore year, um, I was, like, getting into skateboarding. I was, like, kind of, like, hanging out with a new group of friends. And then I found out that one of my close friends from my freshman year had taken her own life, Mm -hmm. which is really, really hard. Um, That's the first time, like... I've experienced something like that in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, it was it was really hard. Um, and I just really needed to separate myself from, from RISD mm-hmm. um, and got really into skateboarding. I had, like, a really tight-knit group of friends within the skate community there that, like, helped me get through all that. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's it's a definitely, you know, it's a complex thing for me, skateboarding. Because mm-hmm. um, on the one hand, I have, like, a lot of, like, kind of issues with it. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, very inspiring. But And it also, like, got me through some, like, really hard things. Mm-hmm. Um, so then at that point, you know, a lot of my sculptural work became about skateboarding um, and making sculptures that are skatable. Mm-hmm. 
So I would like make these like sculptures, and then I bring in like some of my friends from the skate community into like the prototyping space. it. <laughs> I would, I, yeah. So like we would have like these, you know, crit spaces or like these gallery spaces where like every couple weeks, you know, you would present a sculpture and like people would critique it. And I'd bring in all my skater friends, and we'd just like fuck up the whole right. space to the point where like I did a couple of them like outside on campus at RISD. And, like, the RISD cops would come and be like, hey, like, you can't, there's no skating, like, on RISD property. And I'm like, and then I, my teacher would go up and be like, oh, no, this is, like, for a class. This is, like, a performance piece. This is piece. art. Yeah, this is a performance piece. And they'd be like, this isn't acceptable. And we just move across the street where we're, like, off of RISD's mm. campus. How dare you tell me what, what kind yeah. of art is Yeah, so acceptable? I became really interested in, like, that kind of language around the art mm. world, too, where, like, oh, if you say that this is a performance piece... Instead of saying, like, some kids are going to come and skateboard right. on this ramp. It's got to be yes totally, do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, that's, you know, and how, like, I can use that power and that privilege of being tied to this institution mm -hmm. to be able to bring these people in the local community right. into, into RISD. Yeah. I mean, I, something that I want to talk about, like, that we talked about, you know, prior to the interview is, like, your idea of, like, art doesn't have to be precious. Yeah. Right? So once you put it out there, it's just everyone's thing. It's everyone's art. Yeah. And I think, like, in some sense, like, it's... It's cool to I like I love the process of making too. I think that's like one thing about RISD that like really like in a weird way kind of like nurtured that like I have this love for making and like being forced to be making stuff all the time. Like wow, like it's kind of like I'm I'm killing myself like to try and finish this thing before critique. But also I'm like wow, like I'm addicted to this thing. Mm -hmm. And I like it really made me realize like okay, I know like regardless of anything else like I I have to be like making stuff. Um, but also, like, yeah, I have, like, issues with the art world, too, and that, like, you know, the white cube is, like, a, a to toxic and, like, historically, like, white kind cube? of violent, violent place. Yeah, you know, the white cube gallery, you know, and, like... Oh, oh just, like, yeah, kinda, like, yeah, like yeah. white walls. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Um, and I think that, yeah, art doesn't have to be and, like, shouldn't be so precious. So when I go to a museum, I want to touch the thing, She's you gonna know? hate <laughs> the next episode. <laughs> What's the next 99? episode? That already came out, bro. That's not the next one. I mean, well, it doesn't mean that she's seen it yet. She, she obviously doesn't see any of our episodes. I, I you, you made it obvious. <laughs> no, because... Well, cause you said our next episode. Like, it hasn't happened yet. Whatever comes... Episode 99 is actually taking place, like, in, like, a white cube. No, look, know, it's, like, it's, it's cute. It, it's, it's cool. Like, yeah. I, like, I love... I, again, like, you can't really love something unless you hate it a little bit. Yeah. We were talking about that, like, with New York, too. That, that's and that's explains our, our, like, friendship, right? That's the only reason we work. Yeah. If I too much... I, yeah, and there's there's a there's a lot of issues with with a lot of different things, but like I don't know if you love it enough, you'll you'll stick with it and you'll want to make yeah, it work and you'll want to fix like, it, you know. Like so, as much as like you know, I don't really fuck with galleries, mm -hmm. um, and would rather make like community oriented work. Mm -hmm. I mean, if someone came up to me and just like we want you in this gallery tomorrow, I'd be right. like, yeah, I mean, I'm down. Bunch you know? of rich buyers. <laughs> Take it or leave money, it. Money, money, money. Yeah, because I mean, like, in a lot of ways, like, you're making work for, like, a gallery or, like, the White Cube. You're just making it for rich people to buy no, for their yeah. collection for sure. to, to, you know, gain social capital, you know? So, I like, bought this from a minority. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, this is going to be the next big thing. So yeah. I, like, want to, like, invest in that, you know? Oh, yeah. And that you're just, like, an object for their social capital, yeah. you know? So are you, um, because for you, is it, like or like, what is your objective with with your like artistic side of thing, or or do you just like kind of just like tell me your five year plan? Isn't the, isn't that the big question? You know, like yeah. what is your objective with your art? No, yeah, because like, who, you who, who is your audi there, audience? Is it just for you yeah. selfishly, or no? I don't think any of those things are mutually exclusive. You know, mm. I think that like, of course, like I'm making it for myself, and like I derive a lot of like pleasure from making, mm. and and it, I'm like obsessed with making. Mm. You know, um. But, and yeah, it'd be cool to, like, make some money off of it. Mm -hmm. Like, who doesn't want to make money off of, like, the stuff that they really love and yeah. they like to do all the time? <laughs> okay, yes. Um, but I don't know. I think that's something that I'm really trying to figure out right now, to be honest. Especially, like, coming out of the pandemic and, like, I, I graduated 2019. So, like, I was, like, in New York for a little, like, less than a year the before ones. the pandemic right. happened. So I feel like, you know, around, like... February, March, I'm like, oh, like, I'm really, I feel like I'm, like, oh, starting to gain my yeah. community in this place. And then the, <laughs> pande yeah, and then the pandemic hit. Same. But through the pandemic, I was also be able to start this band. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, presented a unique opportunity yeah. to be, like, making work yeah. in your own space, in your yeah. own home. And we were so, able to take this podcast 
really to the next Wait, so this was a COVID event. project? Huh? No, no, no. Oh. So it was like Corona project, but it was through the Corona where we were like, okay, we got I mean, nothing else to do. Be. Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should take this seriously, this. yeah. But yeah. like... I mean, de- definitely like since Corona, like yeah. we, we take it a lot more seriously. Um, just posting a lot more just because we have the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and the, I guess like just the mental space in order to like, okay, cool. Not to so go this crazy. Is, this is like <laughs> what we can do. We can plan this out Why taking this time that we have nothing basically to fucking do. Yeah, exactly. But like... Going to that, like, how does all of this go into music? I was just about to say that maybe as a very great segue, we could have her perform one of... So so the name of your... Because you have multiple bands that you're in, right? Yeah, yeah. I have, like, two bands, mostly. Um, Which one do you like more? Oh, gosh. (laughs) If you had had to kill one of them, (laughs) which one would it be? If you like, put one down, like, you know... Well... I, I'm gonna have to choose my own band as the one that I, I like. You the heard most, it here, folks. I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, well, that is that is for me to say that yeah, it would be a great segue for you to perform a song yeah, I from Choo. Are you guys just like called Choo Choo Band or just Choo Choo? We're just Choo Choo, like Choo Choo, yeah. like the train. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then it fits well with this podcast. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> then what song would you like to perform uh, from Choo Choo? Yeah. So um, of Choo Choo. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I can give a little intro on Choo Choo. To be honest, you could like do just just like a whole song if you want to. You want you want me to just play a whole song? Yeah, only if you want to. You yeah, I would love to. So my band Choo Choo, um, Choo Choo, mm-hmm. um, which is this band that we were just talking about uh, that was kind of born out of COVID um, a little bit before. Like our first show that we had, I was okay. So my brother owns a recording studio, and they just recently moved to a new space. But prior to that, it was in his apartment building. And in the basement of his apartment building, in the trash room, um, they were putting together, like, a show. And we thought it'd be funny to be like, oh, yeah, like, there's going to be this DIY show at, like, the trash room, secret location. Well, it was just, like, a fucking dumpster. Um, (laughs) And my friend who was, like, putting the show together was like, oh, Erica, like, do you want to, like, play some songs? And at this point, like... I wasn't really in a band, um, but I like have I've been writing songs since I was a kid. So I'm like, yeah, let me put together a band. I'll like play some of my songs. So I put together this band, and then that eventually became Choo Choo mm-hmm. um, over the pandemic. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of the origin story of of Choo Choo. And we recently put out an EP. Started from a dumpster. It's, it, yeah, kind of started. It started from the trash room. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. So we just put out an EP. It's called Laundry Day, and um, our single is called Pulaski Song, which is about the Pulaski Bridge in Greenpoint, um, or that connects Greenpoint to Long Island City. Um, and we recently put out a music video for that, and that'll be the song that I'd like to play now. Boop. Just wanna tumble with the rest of Hot sticky shells of bodies pressed
So hey guys, Start again. shut up. <laughs> why, why? Why? So hey guys, welcome back to this episode of Sounds Like NYC. And uh, you just finished listening to Poloski's Bridge. Or just Pol- <laughs> Poloski's. See, this Pulaski's is why I told him to start again. Okay. It's fine. Poloski's song. Oh, Poloski's song, which is based on your experience with the Poloski Bridge. So, um, so I'm kind of right. You're, yeah, you're right. It wasn't ballpark. really the name. Of I was the song, in a ballpark, but that was it. Forgive me for my ignorance, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so why did this bridge, did this piece of architecture, you know, inspire you to make a song? Yeah. So for starters, Choo Choo, well, not so much anymore, but we're a Greenpoint-based band. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to live in Greenpoint. My drummer was my brother's roommate, lives in Greenpoint, and my bass player lives in Greenpoint. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's a Greenpoint. Landmark, um, but the song was I wrote the song because I was going home upstate and I had just done my laundry and I was carrying all of my laundry and I was running over the Pulaski Bridge to the the seven train to get to mm. Grand Central because I'm like all right that's I don't a really bridge you can walk on oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they no. have like a whole like pedestrian like oh. pathway um, yeah and I had like just done my laundry and everything was clean but you know and I had just showered and I was everything. I had everything in my hands, and I was running over the bridge, and everything was falling. And I'm like, oh, oh I'm gonna, God. I'm gonna miss the train. Like, and I was gonna go meet up with my my parents for the weekend or something mm. like that. Um, and so I finally like get to the train. I'm like, oh wait, that's a thing. And so like I like wrote that down, and that became Pulaski song. <laughs> a song about barely or missing your train. Yeah, or, like, yeah. Were you able to actually get to the train? I time? ended up getting to the train. I was sweating, and I. My, you know, totally sweat through my clean laundry, um, which is what the song is about. And pretty much the EP is about as well. <laughs> it's about that one experience. It's, it, yeah, it's just, it's just about, like, laundry, pretty much, you That's... know? And, like, watching it tumble around in, in the washing machine and, and feeling, like, envious of that, the, the cycle and the continuity of mm. those clothes in there and, like, having that kind of purpose. So you just um, had, like, an existential dread. Wait, like, at the laundromat? Yeah, yeah. Was it at that laundromat that you guys, like, filmed it at or no? Um, I used a different, I, I, yeah, I, I used a different laundromat You're that phony. day, but the laundromat that we used is also in Greenpoint. M&W mm-hmm. Laundromat, shout out, Ronald. <laughs> Check He's them out, the guys. man. They got the I, cleanest, I freshest. Like, like, yeah, let's just I called, like, thing. so many laundromats really? for this music video. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I called so many. and like That'd be a fun weekend. It was, and because we had one day in May that we could shoot this music, we shot the whole thing one day, mm-hmm. um, and I was very lucky to have, like, a really tight knit crew for this video. Um, Savi Portillo um, filmed it, and Tiff um, uh, Ng made this hat and also directed it. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we had one day to film this, and so we booked the day, and I pretty much had like two weeks to get everything together. So I had to get all the props and the costumes and find a, a laundromat space because you know Pulaski Bridge that's free to film at but then I had to find a laundromat and it was very I for the vision that I had for this video I'm like we need to have a laundromat so in, and I really wanted to be in Greenpoint too because we're at Greenpoint bands about Pulaski mm-hmm. Bridge so I called like 20 different laundromats and like you know some of them were like yeah you can you can totally film here for, for like $500 like over a thousand dollars are you serious no over, yeah way. yeah for like a couple of hours all in quarters <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I ended up finding um, M and W, and they were they were super sweet over there. And yeah, you know, we we did pay them, of mm-hmm. course, as because I was fully prepared to pay mm-hmm. the place because you know you're letting us use your For space sure. and mm-hmm. roll around, and yeah, and, and, and like, you know we we want to give you visibility too. And you, if I'm, we're going to do something, you deserve to be paid. You know, mm-hmm. as as an artist, as people out in the world doing things, yeah. If you're going to provide a service or a space, you deserve to be paid. Um, but yeah, we ended up like finding them, and they're really nice, and uh, really let us just totally tear it up in there. It's mm. um, pretty cool. Quick yeah. question: If you could, let's say you could own a bridge, right? <laughs> own a bridge. You own a bridge, right? Own and do whatever bridges. the fuck you wanted with it. What bridge would it be? Oh my 
my god. Wouldn't that be the bridge that she dedicated a whole EP to? See, I, I would buy the Pulaski, but for a very different reason. Because it's a drawbridge. No, no, no. I would, I would <laughs> make sure. I would make sure that it's always open, uh-huh. so people would have to like drive around to get to Long Island City just like to fuck with people. That's what I would do. You would just have it oh. up the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> So mean. Yeah. During the video, asshole. it actually it, it went up for part uh-huh. of the video, okay. which was like a very special moment. Yeah. Um, because we were almost getting kicked off the bridge as we were filming. Mm-hmm. Um, but just then, the, <laughs> but then, um, all of the the bridge workers were just like, "How long are you guys gonna be? Like, we have to like put the the drawbridge up." I'm like, "Oh, just a few more minutes." They're like, "Oh, okay." And then like they start putting up. Like, okay, we have to do one more take right now. Mm-hmm. While while it's going up, like yeah. run with the laundry, run with the yeah. laundry. And so we ended up like getting that, which was really cool. That's Quick basis skill. Um, it was also the, uh, like the first rising. ninety to get ninety degree weather day of like the spring too. That was nice. So it was not nice. Oh at all. yeah, okay, it so was so nice. it was so You've been hot. Been in Richie in the fucking springtime. Disgusting. I think so. Yeah, it's awful. It's. I it mean, was very right hot. now it's more. Like, right. Well, yes. Now today was like ninety degrees out. Also, yeah. I, again, hence the sweating appearance that I have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was a very hot day, and then I had two of my friends who helped us because um, we had to like rent a U-Haul for all the gear. Cause we had oh my the god, it was that much! Oh. oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, so you guys yeah. were like really going? Not just yeah. somebody, but just like with you the know. camera. No, no, no. Yeah. We had we fully like you know we got a whole lighting set up, and you know we had to rent this U-Haul, and then I had some friends who were helping like carry all the gear. That's nice. Bless them, honestly. They came from Crown Heights to Greenpoint and City Bike Man. to ninety degree weather. City yeah. City Bike. I know Why? That's some good friends. Yeah, my friend no, Gio like, Rodriguez the, and Amasha. <laughs> We live in New York City. There's there's trains. Why why city bike? Fucking hardest to get from Crown Heights to fucking Greenpoint. But in a ninety degree weather day on biking from that this that's a that's a couple of miles. Good friends. Yeah, good, very good friends. They're very good friends. I'm very lucky for them. Um, so go go watch that video. If you haven't watched the video, go watch the Pulaski song music video. It's beautiful. We had a blast, and it was 90 degrees outside. How, um, how did you how did you repay those two friends? Because bro, I could just uh, well, you know, I like I I paid, got got everybody lunch yeah. and paid for their. I definitely got them an Uber back home. Yeah, I didn't. I did not let them see you back home. No way. <laughs> Order no like way. a yeah, Uber XL. Just so, uh, I'll, I'll walk you guys over to the city bikes. <laughs> yeah, but my, my friend Gia, one of the people who came and on the city bike mm-hmm. to, I met him through a job that I had, my first job in that I had in New York City. Um, mm. in, in Brooklyn, we worked at a preschool together. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's he's from California. Um, and if not for that job, I never would have met him. And we both ended up like not working at that preschool anymore just, after COVID. Just um, gave the, like, the kids, kids, the kids no, just give the kids like like what's going like teach pills and stuff like that. Oh just doesn't melt them out. Listen no, to the CD. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and all of this is to say that like you know New York is a very special place because like yeah, I was working at a preschool with this guy, and now we're really good friends, and he helped me shoot a music video. Yeah. Like how amazing is that? You know, New York is a very special place. Yeah, definitely. So like, um, let's talk about kind of like your musical style. Like sure. for you, I. I mean, we really knew about your art half, but like, where did like how did you start music, and how do you mm. think you developed your uh, musical style? Yeah, I think my musical style. I mean, like, it's very like rooted in indie rock. You know, I write like singer songwriter kind of like sad girl music. Um, but I don't Lord. know. I like <laughs> I like I I grew up listening to. You know, like Stevie Wonder, and and I grew up in upstate New York, so like a lot of Pete Seeger and Levon Helm and the Allman Brothers, so a, a lot of different kinds of genres um, are influencing this music. And during the pre-interview, I was mentioning to you, like, yeah, like I'm, I'm really into like Thundercat right now. Um, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like. I'll listen to his music and like hear like a bass chord. I'll be like, oh, that would be such a cool. That's a good bass chord. Yeah, it's a cool bass chord. I'm like, and so like my most of my down. songs, I like use bass chords. I like play triads for like most of my music. Okay, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah so I have like it's it's very like groove oriented, I think. Okay. And like you know my bass player and my drummer and and my brother as well. They all like went to like music school for like jazz or like co- composition. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, that like. Making sure like there's like a fat groove is like pretty important the to fattest. the music. Yeah, it's really the important fattest. to the music, but it's also because like I have I'm like singing sad girl lyrics. Yeah. No, because you know? your aesthetic just like on like a cursory pass would not. I would just think like like you know indie rock. Yeah, and, and like, it it is you know, that you know it's definitely like you know grounded in that, but like I totally like take influence from like so many different things. Okay, I can't. Or uh, uh, let me just say. 
the song was fucking good. Yeah, Thank the song you. was yeah. great. Like, the, the song, the reason, yes, that's the what I wanted to say. Why we were able to connect was because like I. I featured the song on like the the sounds like NYC, you know, new music playlist. Plug it's on fine. it, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I, I was just scrolling through Instagram. I was like, yo, this song fucking slaps. <laughs> and it's so just much. like maybe maybe I just like sad girl music. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. There's nothing wrong with it. right now. There's a huge sad girl movement going on. You know, yeah. like Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy uh, so is. There's a lot of reasons to be sad mm. as a woman. Okay. Um, but it's really powerful stuff. You know, like these like. These these singer songwriter greats right now, like seriously, like I like Phoebe Bridgers is fucking killing it right now. I all all of those, all the, I like snail mail. I love snail mail. Also, I definitely like have some like snail mail kind of vibes with my music. No I would say is, but I listen to snail mail. She's to really good. She's act. really good. No, I think I've heard it before. Yeah, it sounds sounds slightly familiar. Yeah. Alexa, you play snail mail. No, don't do it. No, David. <laughs> she didn't do it. She didn't do it. No. Alexa, stop. <laughs> okay, um, so like, but yeah, so it's it, yeah. I, you know th- these like these like riot girl yeah, singer songwriter right. people like definitely like taking a lot of influence mm-hmm. from them, but also like yeah, I like neo soul music and I like yeah, hip hop and stuff yeah. like that. And even though like this music isn't that, mm-hmm. I definitely like am thinking about those things like as I'm like writing these songs. Dude, just like invent your own you know subgenre. Just like start putting in neo soul influences and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think like by nature, like that's kind of like you know infused in the music. Mm-hmm. You know, um, without me really mm-hmm. trying. Or like my brother will be like playing like one sort of like chord like oh what is that chord and then I'll like write a song like based off of that chord that I don't even know the name of you know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so like for we were also talking about 11. like how like you you think in like terms of like loops oh yeah yeah so like yeah, I, yeah. I, I so very what's her face uh, she just got this signature guitar with Fender uh, Australian uh, big looper Taj Taj you know who she is Taj something Taj Suvantes I don't know if I know. Oh, I know Ed Sheeran does that too, though. Ed Sheeran. Talk about I'm Ed Sheeran, not like David. Ed Sheeran. Ta- no, but like Suvant something, Todd something. I know she's Australian. You know, snapback, very, Australian. you know. Australian. Like there a, you go. That, that dresses makes, yeah. like, you know, very chill, stonery. Are you talking about Napalm from Highest Coyote? No, no. Like, she's like a girl. Uh, I'll send you. Oh, I send guess me, yeah, that yeah, person, I'll send you. But like, I think you like definitely goof with her because she's more. Sweet. Yeah, I think you goof with her. But yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But so, so like the, the loop it's thing. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I grew up playing music with my brother, writing songs. Um, and then he went to college, and I'm like, fuck, who am I gonna like play music with? Um, so I invested in a looper pedal, and I started just like I play playing, music by myself. playing music with myself. Um, though I ended up like forming a band in high school because mm. like everybody does. But like, yeah, I was like. A lot of all my songwriting like starts with with loops. Um, Daniel, look at the bless look. you. <laughs> there's a there's a sign right there. There's a sign right there. Please. My mask is over there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but bless sorry you. About regardless, that, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. So all my songs are like loop oriented. Um, so I'll like come up with like I'll think about I'll be listening to like a Thundercat song I'll be like oh like I really like that song <laughs> really I really like that chord how so, can like, I rip me, this off <laughs> let me like take that chord that he's using out of like the thousands of chords that he like puts into mm-hmm. a song um, and I'll put that into the looper and I'll be like oh okay that's kind of fun and then like I'll maybe I'll put uh, I have like a drum machine I'll, I'll, I'll put like some sort of drum groove into mm-hmm. the looper as well then I'll like start singing some random words over it and come up with a melody or like I'll just take a voice memo of of the loop and then like I'll listen to it as I'm like walking around in the mm-hmm. street and like mm-hmm. sing things or, or um, as I'm like cooking dinner like I'll uh, most of a lot of my songs I've written the lyrics just like while I'm cooking dinner just like I, listening to the voice I, memo I, and like I get what you mean because I have probably three albums worth of just like voice memo melodies I could probably expand into like songs and it's scary <laughs> yeah it's, it's all about, it's all about voice memos honestly yeah. you know what's funny I used to do that same thing too but they just never left the voice memo app to just stay there forever. I want to listen All to those because I never even... Because the Boy, biggest thing let me happen, tell you. The there's biggest, a reason why I don't play music anymore. Yeah, because his thing, his, like, you know, musical peak was just being a John Mayer fanboy. John like, Mayer fanboy? Like, the last boy. two years. Not stopped. Yeah. Not you stopped. love John Mayer? Love you John don't? Mayer. You love, I think he's a good guitar player. Rick, Rick I think he's a really passes. probably obnoxious person. Oh, well, no. No, well, 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 like, he... Well, he, like, was, I guess... He like, definitely there's, is. There's a no, type, not, not there's a now. I think he like, was. Oh, he's a great friend, but like yeah. as a person who's like involved with him in any other sort of way, yeah. he's probably an asshole. Well, like because I because I know he 
like because he because he like admitted that he was like a narcissist and stuff like that. But that was like <laughs> yeah, I, and I, it's I, such I a narcissistic, narcissistic thing to do. Though. No, no, no. I, I, that is true, right? But I would like to think he's kind of like come down for that, especially as he's getting older and stuff. Fun like fact: that. we can hope yeah. that we're like two John inches away out. from John Mayer. Yeah, we are actually legitimately. So uh, we have do, a friend. Yeah, do we head on? Has a friend who, who toured with him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hi, so we're gonna get. Yeah, so eventually. I can't tell uh, you. You can't tell you. Maybe is that? Maybe, are you gonna, like, maybe stalk I know him? them. Maybe oh, I know maybe, them. Yeah, because your brother isn't. Maybe, yeah, like, how so big is he brother, into jazz and stuff my, like that? My brother is well known. I'm gonna. My brother is Pete Enriquez. He is the head engineer at Shortstack uh, Studios in Greenpoint. Go check it out if you ever oh. need to record anything. Does he know Snack Cat Band at all? Snack Cat. Snack Cat. Yeah. I'm not my brother, so I don't know, but maybe he does. Yeah, maybe he does. Yeah. My brother toured with a bunch of different bands. Yeah. If you know, jazz like scene in New York City is like pretty tight knit. No? Yeah, jazz. Are they, are they a jazz band? Yeah. No, no, th- okay, no. He probably no, knows no, them because no, my brother went to jazz, jazz school. They're more like fusion R and B esque. Yeah, that's totally what like my that. brother's music yeah. is. My brother yeah. also has a band. His band is called Honey Trap um, NY, and um, that they oddly familiar. Honey yeah. Trap because they had the residency at Arlene's uh, every Thursday. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. You said that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, every every Thursday they That's would so have cool play a jam session. I want a jam. I want a residency. Yeah. Super talented, and they're like neo soul kind of music. <laughs> Damn, I guess. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can. <laughs> yeah, no, because <but laughs> for you, like, okay, so you've you've basically gone over how you like create a song and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I'm very looper oriented. Yeah. I'm a singer songwriter. Yeah. I also like so bad is beats. it so. Do you just like kind of like depend on your brother, just like you know, for him to like record and like mix and produce everything? I'm very going? lucky to yeah. have my brother who like yeah recorded and produced all of my. Mu- he's been doing producing my music since I was a kid, pretty that's much. Nice. That's I yeah. mean that's kind of he's he said like that's how he got into to you know recording and, and engineering and stuff like that was you know we have. Above my garage in our childhood home, we had like this little shack that was our like recording studio. That's cute. Um, and so we had like we had like Garage Band, the you know program. Um, mm. and I would like write these like corny songs, and then he would like practice recording me do those, oh, and then we put them yeah. out on SoundCloud or whatever. Yeah. And then you know he went to school. Um, for he also went to school in Rhode Island, oh. um, which was kind of fun too. Well, that's, wait, so did you? That's so funny. Like that's like fifty like, percent of the class right there. Just yeah. <laughs> so again, because like New York, like there's like, I mean, just in like the tri- northeast, there's like Berkeley, not too far away, or even NYU. Why? Mm-hmm. Why like Rhode Island? Like, do you know? So, why? so my my brother went to Brown, um, originally for ne- Brown. <laughs> for neuroscience, <laughs> but then realized. That he needed to be Wait, a musician. That's crazy. He's just like, yeah, he's, 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 he just went to, you know, do like brain surgery. Yeah. And just like jazz was. Like, jazz that, jazz is more important than like. Yeah, yeah. 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 Lives. Exactly, yeah. It, you no, know, you when you have a passion, you know, you, know what yeah. it, you know what it's about. No, um, no. That, and then, really but then cool, he did yeah. go, he went to MIU oh, for, okay, for yeah, grad yeah. school. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he knows. My brother knows everybody. Probably does it. How does Wait, how does your brother? No, no, they're not too young. They're already like mid twenties. Who? Oh, um, Seuss and uh. Oh, word. Yeah, like, like Karu, like Karu G's guitarist. Do you who? know who she is? Seuss Vasquez. Do you know who she is at all? I don't know. Really, really talented guitarist, but like she who? also went to NYU and she was also on the podcast. So oh. we're just like thinking maybe yeah, you know they like very big like Latin. Uh, yeah, yeah, Seuss oh. G. Like, do you know who Seuss G is? Seuss G. It's no Carol G. Oh my, I'm such an idiot. Yeah, Carol G. This has been said before. Yeah, this has been yeah, yeah Carol G. Parties. I'm not sure. Oh well, I'm like she sure. tours. But, but yeah, yeah, my brother, my brother went to NYU for okay. for music, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's most of my friends and my like my my drummer also went to NYU. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm definitely that whole NYU music scene. Was the uh, jazz degree it. worth the uh, crippling death? Do you, I thought this was interview was about me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, was Wait, your yeah, degree yeah, worth the crippling? Yeah, yeah. How oh, was? How was? How yeah? Was was your degree worth? Because I, I know how my brother feels about it, but I don't want to speak for him. Yeah, of course. Um, not. Was it worth it? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I think so. I mean I don't think (laughs) I would have so much skepticism. Yeah. I don't I don't I wouldn't have traded it in. Mm. Um I'm glad that I did it. It Mm. was like a lot of money and Mm. that's like a bummer. Um and you know the I think my one of my biggest problems with with RISD outside of the fact that like art kids are kind of mean, Mm. um, is that like there wasn't a lot of room to do a lot of 
interdisciplinary work. And so I was in sculpture, which was great, because, like, sculpture is inherently very interdisciplinary. Mm -hmm. But as a sculptor, like, we couldn't really use the facilities from any other majors. Oh, no, I get that, yes. But I'm like, dude, we're paying all this money. Like, you're telling me I can't use, like, this loom, or I can't... I I didn't do any ceramics work. Yeah. That was a totally different major. I didn't have access to any of those materials. Unless I took, like, a winter session class. Okay. um, And then I could... And if I was somehow able to get into one of those classes, then I could do it. But beyond that, like... Once you're in like the major, you don't, you can't really deviate from that so much, oh, which is like a, which is a big problem, you know. Yeah, um, yeah definitely get that because it seems like NYU is more like, or or at least there's like a bigger uh, sandbox from the people we've talked from, like NYU, where mm-hmm. like you have like all these facilities and stuff like that, even within only within your major, like lots yeah. Of, well, like, RISD definitely has really nice facilities, yeah. but the sculpture facilities were are really nice. They had a whole foundry, so I was doing all this metal work and yeah, multiple wood shops. <laughs> Making uh, what's it called? Minor here, minor here, min min Thor's hammer. I don't know what you're talking about. Blacksmithing, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, metalsmithing. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, they have, so they have a whole major for jewelry and metalsmithing. Really making yeah. katanas, like all the weaves that enter the thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 He's definitely cool for that. You know, yeah. Rizzy was cool. Like I learned a lot of really awesome skills and like got to play with materials. And yeah. I did bronze casting. Ooh, what did you make? It was a wild thing. I just need small sculpture. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, like just to learn that, like very old technique of like mm-hmm. casting molten metal mm-hmm. super powerful powerful. yeah yeah and just like the amount of time in the technique of like having to like do this thing that's like, so permanent mm-hmm. um really beautiful process mm-hmm. um, that's so cool yeah yeah maybe yeah. i should have gone to fucking art school bro <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I feel can. like you would have found some reason to drop out Regardless, like you, you like you, you were in, you were in like school for like a year and a half, and you like dropped out. Not even like a year and a half, right? Like a, two semesters was it? Yeah, he like dropped out, yeah. which I respect him for because yeah. he's not in like you know lots of debt like I am. I am, but for different reasons. But <laughs> <laughs> As one is. Where did you go? Yeah. Uh, SUNY Onianto. So probably, oh, okay, cool. My cousin goes there. Oh, I probably how like how old are they? They like this is their first semester. Oh, so I don't so know. yeah, you oh, definitely okay. want to know them. What are they studying though? Um, I don't know yet. Oh. I don't think she knows. Okay. Um, but she's on the lacrosse team. Oh, cool! Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like I have friends on like the like on the lacrosse team. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, oh, I don't know too cool. much about that. Because where, you know. where's your, where's, where's your hometown? So I'm from the Hudson Valley. I'm from Newburgh, New York. It's it's I across the river it's, from Beacon, if you know where Beacon is. Dia Beacon, Damn, the museum, <laughs> or Storm King Art Center, if you've been there. I definitely don't know where have that you is. seen that show? <laughs> have you seen that show, Master of None, the Aziz Ansari show? No. Oh my god. Okay, I'm trying to think of all these landmarks for you. You're not helping me out. Albany. All I know is like Albany. Okay, so area. I'm not. Ev- I'm not even as far up as, as Albany. Okay, so I'm, you're like yeah. above. We're above like, Westchester, above yeah. okay, New Paltz. Are you above New Paltz? I'm close to New Paltz. Okay, then. Okay, yeah, I'm like yeah. 30 minutes from New Paltz. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, right. and I had a lot of friends like in high school who yeah. like were from New Paltz. Okay, stuff. cool. And sorry if we seem like we're being like assholes about. Just, oh like, my not, god, no, you're not. <laughs> you don't need sorry to apologize. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I know that you're not. I know. That you're, you know I'm, yeah. I'm totally having a blast. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny to like talk to people who are like from from New York because I'm yeah. I'm from New York, but I'm not from the city, so I'm not really from New York. You know, you guys don't have the best PR upstate. I'm just like yeah. Because it's annoying because, like, because, like, I know, because, oh, David, if you say anything, I'm going to leave. But. Japan. <laughs> I hate you for this. You know that? Because anytime I mention my life in Japan. To, no, because no, cause, any cause you go to it is always relevant. goes to Japan. No, it what? is relevant to the he conversation. Always, why is it always relevant? How is it, it always cause, relevant? Because I lived there for, for a while. So you lived in I Japan? Have, yeah, I lived in Japan. But I was going to say that it's annoying for me because when I tell Japanese people that I'm from New York, they have this sort of like, you know, glamorized, you know, gossip girly, mm-hmm. like, like in general, kind of like the outside world, like outside of like New York City's perception of NYC is essentially from Central Park and, you know, down. Mm-hmm, and yeah. that's it. So it's always annoying having people, oh, yeah, I want to go to NYC and stuff like that. I'm like, I want to live in NYC. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. bro, like, I mean, again, I am very jaded living here all my <laughs> life. So, like, for me, yeah, I've been through the struggle here. I don't, is that... I, Anything I just you love, you kind of hate. Yeah. Yeah, because I've said that, you know, like, despite how much I love this city sometimes, like, if it's, if it's like, 
in in like America, it's only between here and like LA where I would like really want to live. Maybe like Nashville because of the music not scene, LA. but like not LA. Yeah. <laughs> LA only in New York. I'm never. Yeah, David. David hates, hates LA. We talked. We talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we did talk. Oh, about you guys talked about. Yeah, about I make it very very clear to everybody. I hate. Everything outside of the five boroughs, <laughs> even Staten Island. Um, you know what? Fuck it. The the, the 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 thing that I said before, which bridge I would uh, fucking destroy? It would be the Verrazano. The 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 yeah, it would be the Verrazano. So then it would have to be adopted by Jersey, because there's only one bridge connecting Staten Island to New York, but three that connects to New Jersey. That, How does that make sense? I never knew that until now. But yeah, like it's a joke. Like you know, Staten Island is just like you know South. Was it South? Just like a Southeast extension of like, is it Southeast or? Yeah. Yeah, Southeast yeah. extension. Just East. Of, East Jersey. Of, yeah, yeah, East, East Jersey, Jersey. Just like South, yeah. East, East Jersey, yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't know that there's like three. That oh. It's stupid. Yeah, it's, that is it's, dumb. It's dumb. It? Yeah. But like, so one of our flagship questions on this podcast is how do you feel like being in New York City has changed you as an artist? Mm-hmm. I probably. Got that, got that hat. True. I, I did get this get hat. Out, yeah. I did get this hat. Um, even though the person who made this hat also went to RISD. Oh, cool. High school. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but but is also living in Greenpoint. Is it? Yeah, it, yeah. It does that. Did it, stupid, did it, stupid light. Did it stop yeah, recording? The too. No, the camera's good. What were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> so, York. like, how do you think New York City has like changed you, affected you as a person? Ooh, I think. Um, Hmm. How has New York City changed me as a person? I don't. I mean, I definitely wouldn't have a band or like a musical community mm. without New York. Mm. I mean, m- all of my family is in New York. My brother mm. is in New York. My so we're talking about New York City specifically. New York City, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, because you know, my brother is here and like went to MIU and like has all these musical connections mm-hmm. to you know the scene here. Um, I definitely like wouldn't have this band if not mm-hmm. for New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's is just there anything like more personally, kind of like emotionally, personal growth-wise? Yeah, with well, a city that gets you mad so many fucking times out of the year, yeah, like yeah. why do you stay here? Like what do you feel like makes you that much of a better person or artist, I guess, I being here than just, you know, think, like fuck it, I'm going to move to, you know, a fuck nowhere, whatever the fuck. Upstate New York. Up New, New York is the only place that I want to be. Wow. Period. I mean, like, because of because my family's here, mm-hmm. and there's nowhere else that's like New York. I yeah. mean, there's so much happening here. If you're in art, visual art, or or music, or anything creative, like, you either go to New York or L.A. or like mm-hmm. I guess like Berlin or something is yeah. cool. But like, <laughs> I guess like Berlin. I, I mean, I, I'm <laughs> not, not that like I've ever really been there, like, but yeah. like, <laughs> not that I've really been there, but like, yeah. I mean, it's it's not even like a question mm-hmm. for me. It's obviously New York. Now we see why you guys vibe. <laughs> like I told you, you before, know, I, it's like, not, I really don't even yeah. think I have an answer for you because it's just so she is New York obvious. Right. You know what She's I mean? Like it's yeah. it's only New York right. for me. Damn. I mean, for okay. me, for me, it's just sort of like slightly the opposite way. I just I hate I, this place so I, much. I, I love hate, it. I hate it so much, but I hate everyone everywhere else that much more. more. <laughs> yeah. So it's just sort of like I'm just stuck here. David's yeah. general <laughs> cont- contempt for men. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, oh my god. It's it's just endless here, mm-hmm. you know? And it's fucking disgusting here too. No, definitely. You know what I mean? It's disgusting. Hey. I have a horrible mouse hey. problem in my apartment yeah, right, right now. Like, that builds but character. It does. It but it does. It one hundred I wouldn't want to go anywhere else. Yeah, it's it's so gross. We do not no want doubt. Less, less and it's rats in your dummy apartment? expensive. Yeah. And it's you know, from all, if you list all the characteristics, it sounds fucking horrible. Yeah, but it's one hundred percent worth it. <laughs> it's one hundred percent worth it. Please, please let property prices continue to fall. I, I we were, my family was finally able to like afford a house here because please. of the pandemic. Please, guys, just like, yeah. please don't come back. No, it's 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 really tricky, yeah. but like it's. Yeah, like you said, it builds character, mm-hmm. and there's so many people here, and there's so many people that like care about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like you, if you don't, if you don't care about something, or you don't really care about something, and you're gonna be here, on uh, you won't, you won't last anywhere. You won't last. Yeah, you won't true. fucking last yeah. if you have something that you want to do, mm-hmm. and then you try and do it here. It's the, you know what I'm saying. Well, I, can't even, I can't even use language this podcast, right now. I mean, all things considered, I can't really. 
move anywhere because of the pandemic and stuff like that. Huh. But this podcast is probably only one of my main ties to like the city. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a musician myself as well. Okay, Okay, so I guess we're interviewing me. Yeah, I'm turning it around. Hey guys, Daniel Shadrach. Welcome back to the (laughs) Burroughs. No, but I... Sounds like New York and we have... um, uh, (laughs) Yeah. No, uh, no, I do music and no, the the, uh, the, goal, say something and I'm going to smack you, is to be a professional musician in Japan. Japan. So like, that's what I'm like moving up towards. Huh? What's your thing with Japan? I have a very close friend who's who's um, from oh, Tokyo cool. and is moving back to Tokyo very soon. But yeah, just exchange me. Stuff in the suitcase. Yeah, I could I could lose a few things. For, foreign like foreign exchange program. So, so what is it? What are you tra- why are you no. trying to go there? Why are you leaving uh, you know, the, this wonderful, the, uh, horrible city? Yeah, the uh, music industry in Japan is you know really great, mm-hmm. and no, the rock is rock. Rock music is still pop music in terms of just like it being, mm-hmm. you know, very, very, you know, popular amongst everybody mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And just like the music there, you know, the culture, some aspects I do like and just like, I don't know, I just like, because for me, uh, Japan, like I started to get inter- interested in, in Japanese culture when I was had like a had like an a, an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. So it was something that I could latch on to. And I thought the culture was like really cool the first time I was like exposed to it. So like... Mm-hmm. Just like a combination of like those things, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you bring up like rock music as popular music, mm-hmm. and I think that's a really interesting conversation yeah. too, because like nowadays and for like a very long time, um, like the singular artist has been like a prominent thing mm-hmm. in music. Like you know, when you think of like a popular artist, it's always like Ariana Grande, who's like mm-hmm. one person, or like Beyonce, or like mm-hmm. whatever, like these singular people, and it's not so much like a band. You don't mm-hmm. think about like a band. Yeah. But I think that like is is really coming back. Right yeah, now yeah, definitely. In, yeah. In music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because um, how do you think? Because like, I mean, do you have any music industry insights because of <laughs> because of your brother or just like your own other connections and stuff like that? Uh, like, where do you the think? Secret? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the big next? What's what's the next big thing? thing? Yeah. Um, choo-choo, no. <laughs> yeah, you, guys, you heard it here first. <laughs> All right, that's it. See you guys, See you guys in the next episode. Yeah. No, no, I wish, I wish. No, I mean, Choo-Choo's really a passion mm. project. Yeah, it'd be cool if, like, some people listen to it, but, like, mm. yeah, I mean, it started in a dumpster <laughs> and with my friends, and, like, it's... And it went into dumpster. From a dumpster, it was born. I met you guys through a dumpster, it will die. Poetic. I met you guys through this thing, and, like, yeah, yeah I think music is really powerful mm. in, in that sense. Um, what did you fucking ask me in the beginning, anyway? In like I the very beginning. Forgot. Oh no! You, no, yeah. you asked me if I have any like musical insights or like what's, oh, the, yeah, what's yeah, the next yeah, big yeah, thing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like girl bands are fucking killing it right now, and yeah, they yeah, that'd keep be really cool it, because the the concept of like girl bands in Japan isn't really a thing. Like there were like bands of like full girls that get together, but it, but it, but you know how like care you know female fronted and you know those type of Rye like girl bands, you know. Like, you know, bands with just like a female singer aren't just a rock band. They're a female fronted rock mm-hmm. band. But that kind oh, of culture. Keywords, bro. Yeah, but words. like it's kind of people could see it as, you know, kind of like condescending or, you know, why mm-hmm. why you don't make the distinction? Because like, especially for me living in Japan and getting to getting to experience the music industry there, like there's no such thing as that sort of like. It's just a band. Yeah, it's, it's just mm-hmm. a band and it's like full of girls and they do market it that way and stuff like that. But in America, like it has like a very different connotation, like where mm. they're in their own almost like separate category of rock, even though at the end of the day they're making right. the same music yeah. as like, you know, other bands that don't have, you know, um, you know, like a female fronted band or like a majority mm. girls and stuff like that. So for me, coming back from Japan and just like it, was, it like it just felt weird to me. But I do appreciate, huh? <laughs> Anyway, what do you think about that? that? No, what do I think? What do I think about? Yeah, um, about just like the place. Yeah, industry? women in like rock and in kind of like your what? genre specifically. Like, mm. have you had any like negative experiences? Or? Oh my god! Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Of course. Yeah. I mean, like as as a woman in in a creative field, like you're you're, it's it's twice if not three times harder as mm-hmm. a, a woman and a person of color to mm-hmm. get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that. Growing up in, in upstate New York, while I was in high school, I did live sound at this jazz club. Cool. Um, it's called The Falcon. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. Really cool um, jazz music venue. Well, it's upstate, so I'm not sure. Really uh, I, know, I know you guys won't be able go. to make it, no. but if anyone, if anyone is upstate, um, if you find go you check going, it out. They're going to hunt you down. In Marlboro. They're going to hunt you down, yeah. Um, Sniper ready. 
but yeah, I was like in high school. I like played some sort of. I like played a show there um, because there was like a gallery opening that had like. This is jazz. <laughs> and I like no, but I was I was playing I was playing a set, uh-huh. and then I did a cover of um, a Radiohead song, "No Surprises." Mm-hmm. And the owner, Tony Falco, came, like, running out from behind, and, like, he loves Radiohead. Okay. And I, like, did this, I played this song, and then afterwards, he was just like, wow, that was, like, really awesome. Like, do you want to open for the band that's playing today? Oh, I'm like, oh, okay. shit, yeah, I would, I would love to. And so, like, I opened for the band, and then I formed this relationship with Tony Falco. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, like, interned there, and he taught me how to use the soundboard and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And um, the following summer, he was, like, going on vacation with his family mm-hmm. for, like, a month. He's like... Oh, so like you're good, right? Like you can like just run, you can just run the place. You just like run I was places. 16 years <laughs> He's old. Like, okay, so right, here are the keys. Yeah, uh, literally though. Here's our <laughs> accounting books. You do you, fam. I paid the band at the end of the night. I was 16 years old. <laughs> That's <laughs> nuts. Yeah, yeah. He, but like he had he had that kind That's of faith so in me where That's like he crazy. he showed me how to run the board and like you know these bands would come in. I would sound check them. I would like I would run up on the stage right like as the band was about to start. Where's introduce the, the band. Where's the captain? <laughs> I'd introduce the band. Be like, hey everybody, welcome to the Falcon. Like this is so and so band. That's and, so cool. And I'd you know do that and I'd run up to the sound booth. I'd run their sound mm-hmm. and then I you know they'd finish their set. I'd like break down everything. I pay the band. The end, at the end of the night, so and cool. I like, and I was like 16 years old, and I was running this jazz club pretty much, but and, which was like amazing and was very empowering. That like Tony Falco, like really shout out to Tony if you're ever gonna see this, because um, he, you know, he believed in me and gave me that confidence to like so be cool. on stage and to like have the control of you know even just like a volume knob. It's mm-hmm. so powerful. Yeah, you know, like I because shut up. But that being said, shut up my volume to there, my volume faders. Some of these blues guitar players are so rude. Mm. All all of these like old like white dudes like calling me sweetie and like oh. saying like you know ta- be very condescending to me being like oh like can you put like can you like put me up in the monitor sweetie this do you know like, what a monitor is sweetie? yeah exactly i'm just like um i can you know, actually turn you up against louder right i can literally yeah. turn you yeah. off entirely yeah. if you speak to me that way you know what i mean and yeah we're gonna see how much how you know we're gonna see how well you could feel the blues tonight sir there's like 10 yeah. of off in the monitor yeah no i like that that's the thing it's just like the sound person has all the control so be like to all artists out there and everybody watching like be kind to your sound person give them cookies you know just just be like don't cookies. be an asshole i mean they're like they're there to help you mm-hmm. you know like don't be obnoxious to them yeah. so you know learning to like be behind the scenes and like being lucky enough to have like a person like tony who like believed in me has like definitely given me a thick skin and mm-hmm. you know made me stronger to like navigate the music industry yeah. but also like it exposed all of these things about like these horrible people who are going to treat you like shit you right. know and like look at you and call you sweetie and like you know i'm a five foot tall small filipino girl mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like people are gonna people are, to this day i told you like people See, think i'm fucking 16 i know? know those are the girls to fear the most <laughs> the smaller the girl the more i don't know the more dangerous you gotta be are. tough you yeah. gotta be tough yeah. you know um it's cool, yeah. you know. You 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 meet. There's good people out there, mm-hmm. and and you learn. And you, at, at the end of the day, you got you got to be tough, especially yeah. in the city. You yeah. know. Um. So that's maybe I guess my like insider knowledge about like the music yeah. industry. That like yeah, you got to be fucking tough. Yeah. And like if you if you do something enough, like it's gonna work out. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're gonna find people and. You gotta just keep on doing the thing that you really love, you know. I am moved by your words because I am struggling right now. It's not over yet. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've been, you know, trying to get my foot back into the industry. No, so, um, so I was doing live sound like at two different venues. Oh, where? Before the pandemic, um, Safe Shifter. Where's that? It's in uh, Park Slope. Okay. Not Park Slope. Uh, Park. What's the yeah, Park Slopeish area, okay. and then the uh, and then the uh, cutting room for like oh, a wow. bit, okay. but only for a bit because the pandemic came like got two it, weeks into my internship. Yeah, there's a story behind that yeah. one that will tell you. Yeah, behind the, the, uh, yeah, on the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, I talked about it on my own personal videos, but like we can talk about it. I have a friend that works in cutting room. Yeah, huh? I have a friend that works. Oh, it might be yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, the cutting room is amazing. It's oh, wait. Oh, you have a friend? Yeah, tall white dude. No. Okay. <laughs> like now, now? No, no. Oh man, he might have taken my internship position. <laughs> he like he like work. He's he's worked there for like a bit. Oh okay, then Maybe. I I probably didn't. Yeah, we could talk about. This yeah, because, wait, 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 black dude, black dude. No. Okay, that's he's not him. Okay, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but you know, I'm just like trying to slowly get back into the industry, whether it's like yeah. studio work or live sound. I have like one opportunity that might 
you know, evolve into something more. But I'm just like trying to get back to it full time, especially with my own music as well. But it's so uh, hard. Yeah, it, is. it really is. It takes yeah, yeah. a lot of courage to, to be doing something. Yeah, but like, like this, you're you so know? cool and you're so you know <laughs> amazing. No, it's cool because she's Thank like you, you know it. making a life for herself through her art, music, and her, like best, sculptures you know. and. She's made her connections and all that jazz, and it's inspiring. It's it's not you make it sound so simple. It's really not. Yeah. I'm I'm miserable all the time. You know what I mean? Like I, mean, I, I I'm wouldn't trade it in for Look, anything. But you know, I want to be miserable really with hard. a job that I that I that I want to do. At, at yeah. least, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, why waste your time doing anything else? Exactly. You know? I'd rather like be struggling and doing the thing that I want to do than be like bored out of my my yeah, mind. Exactly. Doing I don't Which do. is why I skipped work today, or I called out sick on work today. I wouldn't put that out. <laughs> no, no Just one's going to find this. You never know. Hopefully the by the people, time this the, goes the up, the I'm like done with that yeah, job. Yeah, the higher-ups are right there. are just looking for you. Yo, what can Home Depot do to me? Yeah, Depot? I'm calling you out. Yeah. you have any, like, discounts? No, I, no, no, I can't. I, I can't even give myself discounts. I could, but gets, I could get he, fired. You know what the only thing he gets discounts on? What? Merch. Home Depot merch? merch. Home right, Depot I merch. Know, I check in apron. I get Home Depot. No, no, no. The aprons are... You try to get one of those, you are getting you are getting the cops after you. You know what's funny? You, like you can't take home the apron to yeah. Take home the those are those are company property. That's company, company property. That's property. Nuts. Like when I worked at uh, Whole Foods, we had like these nice like denim ones. Yeah, and you got to take it home. Yeah, well, you could, but they would take like fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's probably the same. Take your whole like paycheck because you took home like a single it's worth apron. It. It's yeah. worth it. But wow. I could probably smuggle. Probably the day I quit, I just like stay like, come just, like, just, like you, bro. Yeah, yeah, just come a, a picture of you like in the front. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, Erica, uh, thank you so much for talking. <laughs> thank plus. you so much yeah. for having me. Sorry about the whole mess that we we are. No, but, you're not a mess at all. This is great. I'm yeah. so glad to have been able to connect yeah. with you guys. Thank you but, for having yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, and like, you know, we would love to even come back and have you guys, you and the band talk like as a band or stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I would love we, that. We'll see how we could play it. But, you sure. know, uh, I forgot my words. But thank you for coming on, essentially. Yes, thank yeah, you so, for so having do, me. Do you have like any last words? Like, Yeah, any shout outs, any last words, any pieces mm. of advice? I think I'm going to shout out... My brother Peter Enriquez and Hi, my um, have a job for me, Mr. Enriquez, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Peterson, um, <laughs> and uh, the whole family at Short Stack Studios in Greenpoint. If you ever need to record anything, go to Short Stack. Um, my band Choo Choo, which is me, Erica Enriquez, my brother Peter Enriquez, um, Isaiah Hazard, which is my drummer, Connor Duke on the drums, Tiff who is an amazing photographer, made this hat. And who else do I have to thank? My mom and dad. Aww. And um, New York, I love you, I guess. Something like that. <laughs> cool. Rock and roll. Thank you so much. So, see you guys in the next episode. I've been Daniel. This is David. And uh, look forward you, to the next episode. How dare you talk in my behalf? Listen, you <laughs> get to be first on the business card. Let me have this. All right. Sounds good. See you guys in the next one. <laughs>